0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Sports Cards Nonsense with your two favorite, or as some of the critics would say, least favorite, people <laughs> <laughs> talking sports cards. That's like one guy. I read um, it all. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I, I try to respond to all the negative nonsense too. I have a good time with it. I've
1: been told I can no longer read it or else uh, I cry. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna Disclaimer
0: <laughs> Jesse is the most sensitive giant you've ever seen Here's in your life. Here's the thing
1: there's 10 good
0: things, and the one neg- negative thing is the only thing I care about. True or false? True or false, the other day in a text message, you said if I need to move on without you on the show, you totally understand. And it, <laughs> I wouldn't said affect it would not our friendship. affect
1: our friendship. Yes, I did say that. Fine. It's because that one guy, Teddy Ruxpin, on freaking Apple Reviews. Oh, he you
0: was you giving shout outs to people on Apple <laughs> Reviews now? <laughs> he was mean. I'll tell you it what was the biggest mean. issue is here your skin is paper thin. Duh. So you know that. Any you more negative remarks hands. about anything you see here? Just direct it at me, please, because negative Nancy Only- up there. I'm I'm just saying, you little Sally, you can't (laughs) handle it. That's fine.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old
2: whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in
0: every journey. You know what we need to do? Get into the first topic. Make it good. Big picture. Let's go. 2019 report card. Where are those rookies at this year? (laughs) I love them. Where are they now? (laughs) What are they doing? How are they doing? So, 2019, obviously a crazy monster. We actually have a breakdown of what, seven or eight names going to go over. 2019 draft class is loaded. I mean, Zion and Ja at the top. A lot of those guys we've mentioned before in our buy and sell, but things change over the course of the couple months we've been doing the show. First one that comes to mind, Zion. Jesse, have his stats ready. We're going to kick it over in a second. First of all, we're recording this Monday afternoon. They had a wicked comeback win against my Celtics last night. Uh, Zion was doing all right what are his stats midway through the season? What do you got? All right. So we got uh 32... I just need the big three. And let me okay. break this down because yeah. I know you're
1: not going to get it. Let's go ahead and, for all the people I know, but for all the people who don't know, go uh, ahead and tell Yeah, them The those. other
0: disclaimer, Jesse does not like or care about sports. So when you insult care about his about sports money he just laughs about it. That's the only <laughs> thing he can take and not cry. Points, rebounds, assists. Those are the only three numbers I need. Zion, right now, midseason report go. almost 25.1
1: by far the highest as far as points per game. 3.1 assists
0: and 6.8 rebounds. So 25, 6, and 3. Solid stats. If you've watched Zion play this year, the dude's playing great. The Pelicans are actually playing all right, too. I actually have their – I'm doing half of your job because I don't trust you to do it. (laughs) Pelicans are actually not terribly out of the playoff race right now. They're two and a half games out of the eighth spot, three games out of seven, although that's the Nuggets. They're going to keep winning. I mean, I guess they have an outside shot at making it. Here's what I would say. Zion is still offensively a phenom. He does not know how to play defense. I don't think that's going to crush his hobby value because nobody cares about defense in the league. I mean, Kawhi, Giannis, there's a couple guys, but almost nobody besides those people. So I don't, I don't have any concerns about his defense. I, don't, I think it's overrated in general. I'm actually surprised he's averaging that many assists. But if you watch the dude, he, I mean, he's playing really well this year. And he's 20 years old. Like, Zion is going to continue to get better. The two reasons I've always been nervous about him long term, I don't love his health. I just think he's one injury away. When your whole career is based, not the whole thing, but 90% of what he's going to do out there is because of his incredible athleticism. You're known for that, too, as a matter of fact. Man, we'll get back to wake. that in a minute. I mean, he's an athletic freak. <laughs> I mean, he jumps through the roof. I hate all the Blake Griffin comparisons lately. Blake Griffin is nowhere near and never was anywhere near the athlete. And he was athletic. Nowhere near Zion's level. His offensive game, years into his career, is not where Zion's is at right now. So the Blake Griffin stuff with Zion is ridiculous. They're both rid- awesome dunkers. Uh, uh, you know, aside from that, it stops. There's nothing else there to compare.
1: I will say because I the, was doing a little research before we did this show. Um, I told base, you no
0: research. This show, I did. I just re- went over the names we're discussing. This is going <laughs> af- to affect your grade at the. I need a sip of monster. So go no By the I way, will- <laughs> when's the sponsorship? How many of these I go through a week? cinema case either i I either need a pay raise or some advertisement here one of the
1: two okay so zion this is going because i am strictly a numbers guy not a sports guy his numbers are some of the best of any of the 2019 class that we went over no Um, question i think that i think it's less hype than what i originally thought i think there's a lot of hype around zion but i think the numbers speak for themselves other than like his free throws and uh, I think it was his assists were a little low, but free throws and that other than that, he's basically top of everything else. So yeah, an assist as it. a
0: power forward is not really. I mean, three is a solid number. I mean, it's not, you know, he's yeah. not playing like the stretch three. He's a he's a true power forward, I think. Uh, right. Again, my only criticism here, they're 13 and 17, which is not terrible. And they've been playing better as of late. But we, we hear a lot of feedback. I've been getting it all week. Like, hey, you're always telling—because I dumped almost all my Zion stuff a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's playing great. The thing with Zion is I don't think—what that what, what is going to cause Zion stuff to spike? Like, that's, that's my question. Yeah. If you're in the hobby super long-term, well, as we discussed with Gary Vee, and like we have continued to say, I don't like his regular stuff—optic, select, mosaic, even prism. The base stuff I have no use for long-term. Again, there's money to be made here and there, peaks, valleys, all that stuff in between. Fine, but long term, I don't want to mass produce cards sitting here because I don't know how healthy he's going to be long term either. And then even just in the short term, like his stuff is selling at a premium right now, and it's got a, a little bit of a bump over the past week because they've won some games. Like, does anybody really trust the Pelicans? Let's just play best case, worst case scenario. I like how I, I came up with that; like it was original. <laughs> Simmons told me specifically, "Why don't you why don't you play a little best case, Thanks, worst case?" Girl? I said this original thought, right? Here's what I was thinking the other day when I was just meditating in my room by myself. Um, so best case scenario, and I think this is absolute best case scenario because of the teams in the out west who are ahead of them. They go in as the eight seed and they get smoked in the first round. I guess there's a little bit of hype there because they make a playoff appearance, but if he gets smoked, first of all, that hype is gonna be crazy short-lived, because as soon as they knocked out, he's gonna drop because it'll be his offseason. So, best case, I mean, they make the playoffs. You get, you maybe get a little bit of a bump. I think it's more likely they miss the playoffs than they make the playoffs, though.
1: Now, so if, before we go to the next guy, oh, though, I, one point i was going to was gonna
0: finish my thought about that guy,
1: but go ahead. No, you're done. Um, there, just before you go further, though, as far as his value card-wise, in the fact that his team is not necessarily good enough to to back him all the way to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What we said recently that. It doesn't really matter where your team is or what city you're located in. If you are the guy, if your stats are great, if you're, you know, in this case, Zion,
0: you know, he is he's killing it. He's in a small market, but it doesn't negatively affect his pricing. Exactly. Right. There's a there's a peak to that, though. He is already the highest selling guy of that draft class. and He outsells just about everybody in the last two years except for Luca. Yeah, that's great. He's already at the precipice of his value. What you need to become the Luca value type guy. Well, first of all, Luca throws up triple doubles, like he's I mean, he's incredible. And they had an awesome playoff run last year. They got knocked out second round, but they they pushed the Clippers, I believe, to six games. I think they won two. That's what I'm saying. Postseason success coupled with on floor, like we've now I mean, Luca is a weird talent. We, guy was putting up like 30, 12, and 12 for the last month of the season last year. He's a rare talent. Zion is great. He is never going to be that complete of a player because you just don't see guys like that, even every generation, quite frankly, like Luka did. And he he needed the playoff success to give the push. I guess that's my thing. Upside, first-round playoff exit where they get just demolished by, to me, the Lakers or the Jazz. Either one of those teams walk right through the Pelicans. I think it's way more likely, though, we go worst case. They finish as the 12th seed. He finishes with stats like he's playing now. I don't see his points jumping up much more than he's at 26 now. What's he going what else is he going to do? I guess that's my point. What else is Zion supposed to do this year that's going to really just propel him? So if it's not this year, then when? That team overnight they're not going to have a super high lottery pick because they're going to be decent enough. That's where I'm at with Zion. His stuff is expensive now. I would just sell it. I don't I'm not sitting on Zion stuff for years and years. If you told me in 3 years they were a championship contender, okay, maybe. Maybe. Is he still there in 3 years? I, I mean, what does the market in general look like then? So these guys who are like, oh, he's incredible. You you downplay him too much. I think he is incredible on the floor. Fine. I'm talking about his hobby value. There's way other, sp- way more spots right now. There's too many other areas where you can invest and make money.
1: I think Number- that's the main point. A lot of people are missing. You're not yes. saying sell it and then go. You know, stop trading. You're saying sell no. it and Get then somebody go else. spend your money better.
0: Yeah. That is the whole point with him, which leads me to my next guy, John ja Morant, who I actually really like. Morant right now is trading. Again, on average, about 20% cheaper than Zion stuff is right now because he's had a weird season, injuries, the COVID scare out there. The team is a half a game. I actually think the Grizzlies are going to make it. They have not been healthy all year. I think once they get healthy and sustain that, I think the Grizzlies are going to go to the playoffs. Maybe they sneak in. Same thing, 7 or 8 seed. Two things, though. I don't think they're that much better of a team than the Pelicans and have Morant stats ready when you get a second because I'd like to hear it. But here's the difference. First of all, Ja has not played... I don't think he's played 10 games in a row this season. Maybe he has, but he's missed a ton of time. Then, like I said, the COVID protocol, I think Morant stuff is way more likely to jump than Zion stuff just because the team's a little bit better and probably going to make the playoffs. He's going to have the bump just from being consistently healthy, and then he'll have that small bump, which I think it's more likely they make it than don't. I would much rather invest in a guy like Morant right now not that I think they're winning a championship this year. I just think he's as talented as Zion, and I think that team is a little bit better, and he's going to go a little further. What are his stats for the season, the big three?
1: So you're at 18.9
0: points per game, 7.8 assists, 4.1 rebounds. 19-8-4 for a second-year point guard. That's pretty impressive. I, and anybody who's watched the kid play, he he has that clutch factor. He tries to take over the game. I love him. Give me two more names off the list. I don't want to rattle through 95 of these.
1: Yeah, let's do R.J. Barrett, Tyler Hero.
0: Oh, okay. So R.J. Barrett, what are his numbers, by the way?
1: R.J. is 16.5
0: points per game, 3.8 assists, 6 rebounds. 16, 4, and 6. Again, second-year point guard, Zion's running mate there in Duke. He's good. I mean, he's played well. You've seen his stuff over the last week or two start to decline because, again, you're talking about a team – I just don't know that the Knicks are going to be there. They're 15-16. They're tied with Charlotte. Just to give you a reference, I mean, I, honestly, right now, I think LaMelo Ball has more upside than R.J. Barrett has this year because I think we see them fall out of the playoff race. I know they're in the playoffs right now as the seven seed, the Knicks are. The Miami Heat are going to get hot, and they're going to be in. And quite, I honestly think the Bulls might weirdly pull out and play it, make the playoffs. I don't see the Knicks making the playoffs. If they do, kind of the same thing as Zion. They're going to get destroyed first round. RJ stuff has already started to slide. For this year, I just don't think there's anything there hype-wise where it's going to be like, "Oh, this kid's really going to pop." Like I just don't see it happening. Tyler Hero is a weird one. Uh have his numbers ready because I'd be curious. You know, Hero got so expensive with Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals run last year. Of course, he came way down in the off-season. He started a little bit slow this year. I do think Miami's going to go on a winning streak. That's just a good squad. I mean, Bam Bayou is just a monster. Jimmy Butler's a great two-way dude. I do think, and I think Miami's going to, I honestly think Miami could crawl up all the way to this in the East. I mean, right now, Miami is like what? Four games behind, maybe five games behind the bucks. I mean, that's the three seed right there. You're telling me they couldn't at least make a push to catch up with those guys. I think it's relevant. So I don't mind hero. What are his numbers for the year? 17, uh, three assists, six rebounds, 17. Again, pretty solid numbers for a second year shooting guard. And I, th- I think his, his growth will be more attributed to the team success going forward. So why don't we tie these guys into—I think we're doing this anyways this week, right? Uh, for buy-sell. Buy-sell. That's what we call being lazy. We, we <laughs> into in, the intern just did research on these guys. And by the way, here's your buy-sell segment. Perfect. I think it's good. I, this is what everybody's buying anyway. That's, I don't know the other guys on here either. I only want one over the top couple. So all right, it'll be a well, cute surprise for us all. Well, to go with sensitive. your little
1: Bulls uh, making a play, Kobe White— Ooh, what's
0: Kobe White averaging this year? Uh 15 points per game, five assists, about five rebounds. Zach, here's the tough thing with Kobe White. Zach Levine's a stud. I don't like him, and I don't I think Zach Levine averaging a ton of points is counterproductive to the team. They just I don't think they win when he does. When the team plays around him, it's different. Kobe White's stuff has been kind of slow. It's been pretty stale this year. Probably That's a little bit of a like. drop. Everyone's yeah, I mean, been- just from a numbers standpoint, I, yeah, I'm all set. No. Okay. I, we got to change the buy sell, too, because I'm not like if I have Kobe stuff, I'm not selling it right now because he'll have a week where he wins two or three games in a row. I don't think there's any reason to lock up money, though. All right. Just to be clear, that is not a buy sell because we have not done that
1: segment. Don't don't say
0: this no. is buy sell. I just introduced this as buy sell. No, you we have to go back to the beginning and do a buy sell it's We're segments. Good. Buy sell just started right there. No. And the First guy in buy sell was. Kobe hey guys, White. And, welcome to buy sell and Zion. <laughs> Kobe White is a hold. If you want to sell him now, fine, but do not buy Anything but buy on Kobe White. We're going to start right at the top of the list. Zion? Yeah, I'm selling Zion. I just, I again, it's not a knock on the guy. I think he's very good. I'm a sell on Zion. Unless you want to go crazy long-term hold on rare stuff. Low-numbered. Again, if that's what you want to do and just hold your money for three or four years, fine. I'd rather just make money over the next three or four years with other stuff. I'm a sell on Zion. I'm not, I, it hasn't changed. All right, John Morant. I'm still a buy on Morant. His prices have slowly crept up a bit. Not much. Again, still trading 20% under Zion like we talked about. I think Z- I like Ja. In, in a short-term buy, buy him, end of the season, team gets hot, flip it, make money. I'm a buy on Morant, yes. And RJ, that's still my number one position, by the way, being held. RJ Barrett. Kind of the same as Zion. Like I would sell him now because I think he's going to come down before he goes up again. In two years, if you told even next year, the Knicks are weird. Knicks have a bunch of free money next year. You told me they signed one or two big time guys to go with him. Fine, I just don't think there's a reason to tie money up in him right now. So I would be a sell or a long hold, same as Zion. Tyler Hero. Yeah, he's we weird. Act
1: like we didn't just talk about all these guys.
0: <laughs> I'm not acting like anything. You, know, you need to act like act like a producer. <laughs> Do Your job, you're doing Thank great you. today, by the way. I don't want to be negative because I don't no, want you to walk off good. the show. You're really good. I keep just expecting <laughs> your window. To just I'd be like, Corey, where's Jesse? Your window's just black, you're gone. Oh, just pouting somewhere. Just I was awesome. What's the name? Who are we talking about? Buy, sell, job hey guys, right. buy, Tyler Tyler. Take it from the top. Sports Cards Dungeons episode 47. Uh, Tyler, oh, Hero. We're on Tyler Hero, I'm actually a buy on Tyler Hero again, like we said, more because I think the team's gonna get hot by the end of the year. So I'm, I'm okay buying Tyler Hero for the playoff push. Yep.
1: Would you buy Kobe White?
0: You said he was low. He is, is low. He, is he low I, enough to buy? I would say if you have him, hold him until he gets a weak spike and then sell him. I would not buy him though. I'm not, I wouldn't panic dump him right now. I certainly wouldn't buy him. If you've got him, just hold, I mean, I don't know, a little patience there. Within a week or two, he'll put up back-to-back 30-point games and he'll have a spike in price. I would sell that. But for now, I would just hold All right, new guys we haven't talked about. Brandon Clark. What are his numbers? I don't know anything about Brandon Clark. Uh, 13 points per game, two assists, six rebounds. And that team's abysmal, by the way. Like, literally, you could walk on the court. Same thing. Like, if you wanted to hold him until he had a good week and sell him, that's fine, but I would just be a sell on him. Kendrick Nunn. Another Miami guy. I just don't think he's going to get the – what's he averaging this year, like 13, 14? Uh, He's about 14 and a half. Two yeah. and a half assists, three rebounds. Again, in this list, I would sell. I, I would, I say sell. Same thing. I'd hold him until he has a couple of good games, although that's less likely because that Miami team's a little deeper. I'm not buying him, though. Yeah, I'd be a sell, I guess. All right. DeAndre Hunter. Ooh, I think we already missed the boat. If you didn't sell him when he got hot to start the season, I would probably sell him as soon as there was any bit of a spike. But you, you should have sold him about, a, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. Because the dude started off hot. What is his point average this year? 17. I uh, wish we had that thing. Six. I wish that was broken down by when he was averaging. Cause there was a time when he was averaging more than that. He had a hot start. I would have sold. And if you didn't, I would sell now. Cause I think he's, again, he's another guy that teams abysmal. I think they go down before he goes up. <laughs> it's rough. All right. This one Not technically. Great. Okay. This is kind of a uh, rookie year. Michael Porter jr. Oh, okay. So he's from 2018. Yeah. So I like Porter. Uh, Denver's starting to get hot. Joker is the most underappreciated just star in the league. They're the seventh seed in the West right now. They're barely 500. They're a weird team. I still feel like in the playoffs, it's going to be come down to them in the Lakers. I still trust that team as much as anybody else. Uh, and I like him as the third option there. I'm a, I'd be a buy on him for sure. I will he's say low.
1: all the ones we talked about, he's the lowest points per game.
0: Yeah, well, he's kind of the third swing man. He's coming off. He had a slow start, injured start, slow start after that, kind of finding his place. And he obviously, he didn't play a ton his rookie year either. And he was hurt, I believe he was hurt, some of the last season he was in college. So he's a dude, it, it's his third season, but he has played, I don't even know if he's played a full year. I, I would have to look at the, his actual career games played in the NBA. It's way lower than most third year guys. I like I like Border Jr. I think on that team especially, he's a bye. All right, there you go. Boom. <laughs> you know what everybody wants to hear about now, Mr. I wish we had a good name for you. I'm getting so sick of saying the name Jesse. God. I want to know. I have not paid it and I, I am staying committed to this. Yes. I think a lot of people are gonna make money on Top Shot. I refuse to get involved. I've got too much going on with everything else. I don't care. Let I want to know about say, Top Shot, though. It seems a lot
1: like, of a lot of people w- did just make money
0: on Shot. Let Shop. me say this: the only thing I know is. There's been some serious influencers going crazy. Uh, Gary Vee, every two seconds. He's too busy to retweet us or, or message me back. <laughs> he retweeted? But he's at, not recently, but he's had plenty <laughs> of time. He has not confirmed a second appearance on the show. What have you done for me lately? I got gotcha. Plenty of time to tweet about, is it NFT?
1: What's it? Uh, non-fungible tokens, yes. To- NFTs. NFT. He's he all about
0: NFT. So, a rare moment is your time to shine. I don't want you to blow it. I want Why you to Why do you think. say
1: that? I Why want would you, to, you say
0: don't blow it? I'm going to say this. Today's crate is going to be harsh, so this could be this could be the time you redeem it. That's a good thing. You're you just your said it was good. You struck okay. out 46 times in a row, but now you're up in the bottom of the ninth. The whole world's depending on you. Oh, I'm not going to get involved. How much time do you want? You want a couple of minutes? Give it just until I stop talking. It doesn't, I should I stop talk until talking. I'm done. Okay. Nst top talk, shot. Top shot. Take it away. I'm going to enjoy. All right.
1: First off, I want to hit with a stat that uh, a fan art uh, reached out to me this morning with. So as of like three days ago, so I've talked about this before. Top shot has multiple series uh, of cards. I think they're on their second one, but that's going to how they're going to do it. They'll do, you know, series one, series two, series three, and so forth until they sell out. And then they move on to the next Uh, series one. As of three days ago, the f- entire collection was worth about $127,000. If you collected all of them, you're you're looking at around $127,000. Now $281,000 3 days later. What? Um, I I just wanna I said go I wasn't going to
0: talk. That's pretty <sighs> ridiculous. In 3 days? In 3 days.
1: Now, that's not to say every single one of the cards is going up. Uh there's definitely you can get on Top Shot, you can go to the marketplace, you can find cards for like 25 bucks. But I mean, and I say this knowing that you guys are all going to point out how I know nothing about sports. These are guys I don't know the names of, but I also dare say a lot of you might know, not know the names of. Um, so it's if you are a Hall of Famer wannabe... yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry, people.
0: Yes, Mike? For those who can't see, I'm raising my hand. Polite... I do want to know, before you move past this point, how many people in Top Shot do you feel like are your sports knowledge level? Like, honestly, because I'm I, I'm curious, because we've think, gotten a lot of response. Again, I, I, will, I will silence myself. People at
1: my level who are investing in Top Shot is going to be far more than those who are buying sports cards. The, the guys who are at my level are the guys who are interested in Tech and cryptocurrency in the future of this market and they may not be as knowledgeable on all the sports stats uh, as myself. You said last, yes, Michael Giuseppe, please, So last more one.
0: Jesse's are in the top shot space than Mike's. That's I what would say me. so. I actually, but, I think you're right. Okay, now I'm done. No more questions from all the right.
1: side. So so, so to put it frankly, you're doing great. Top Probably. shot has blown up. If you bought in when we first started, when I talked about it, I think it was the first episode. Uh, first couple, yeah. Yep. You you have made some money. That being said, I sold out about a week ago, and what do you know? I sell out, and it booms. That's the and game, That's just how folks. that's the investing strategy you follow. If I sell,
0: you know, it's time to buy in. Uh, you have been. I, go ahead. It, he wants to say it so bad. You have been so smug about my Doge, dodge, whatever coin investment I made a yep. large amount the night of the Super Bowl, and I, I'm happy for you. You thought it was nice to see the little guy get kicked, and I yep. don't. That's fine. Yeah. This. This.
1: Let me they just help. It makes you feel better. I it get feels it. Feels good. Okay. I. I, I want to point out. I want to point out a couple things. Here's. I do have issues with Top Shot right now, though, because. Topshot is I think a very interesting platform and I think it could be a future especially if we're talking about an increasing number of investors getting into this hobby and a very limited supply. Where else are you going? You there's only a certain amount of cards that people can afford and afford at a you know, reasonable price. I'm not talking about the guys who can afford a $1000 card. I'm talking about the guys who are looking for like a $20 card or something like that. That that's going to become more and more limited as the population of investors grows. So where do they go? They look for other avenues to get in on sports memorabilia. Top Shot is a viable option, I think. However, you'd need to know a couple of things. One, you get into Top Shot, it's not just the card you buy. Not, And that's where it comes into these non-fungible tokens. To go back to what I discussed before, a non-fungible token means that my Giannis dunk moment that top shot sells does not equal is not equal in value necessarily to yours because there are other mitigating factors in this case a lot of it has to do with the series number so if my number is you know 34 which is his number it it blows up just like in the real card world so something to keep in mind you're you're not always just because someone else someone else's moment sold for 10 grand doesn't mean yours is. However, that being said, um, I think that you get one of those moments and you sit on it, and like I should have, it would have gone up about in some at least in the Giannis case, it went up about Giannis twenty times um uh, in value. So the what card did you, what did you pay for I, yours? I paid twenty dollars. Okay, and I'll take it from here. They're selling sell? four hundred dollars. What'd you sell yours for? Thirty? Uh, eighteen. You lost I, money on it. I lost money because I was like, how this is going did, nowhere." I'm tired. So hang of on, it. hang on, hang on.
0: So from tw- a twenty dollar value to four hundred. How long, not like, all of them?
1: Not all of them. The one you had, yes. though.
0: How long did this take?
1: I mean, I bought it on uh the twenty seventh of January, I think, and you held it for what a week? Had I held it for, a, it for
0: about three weeks. So in the last not so in the last four or five days, this thing has gone up from twenty it's, bucks
1: to four hundred. It's gone insane. It's
0: gone what? absolutely insane. How much I of this is understand. just Gary Vee tweeting about it? And I think Logan Paul was tweeting about it
1: too. I mean, that's the thing. Like we we're in a day and age where the sports card market is very per, uh, susceptible to you know pumps and dumps influences. You know? Yeah, somebody and, should pump
0: this show, man. That'd be I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: heck, forty oh, well, times. So, it, 20 so times, that being said, 20 times. there are other cards out there that are still like other versions of that Giannis cards that are being sold for like, you know, Giannis. 40 bucks or something. But that is the cheapest one being sold right now is 400 okay. bucks. Um, wow. That being said, too, I think I've said that being said like 10 times. Um, if you You've get your money, Giannis 10 times. It's yeah, that's, that's all. I'm saying it correctly. Um, if you want to get your money out of Top Shot, there is another issue. I have tried to take my money out. It's very easy to put your money in. Very easy to put your money in. But you want to take it out, I'm getting a, like a message saying like, "Oh, well, you know, we've got a lot of people requesting money. Your request is being reviewed and what? we'll let you know in the next 30 days." how if and how you can take your money out what is
0: this Robinhood 2.0
1: <laughs> i'm
3: just saying like <laughs> what, what is I,
1: happening are you serious I, yeah
0: absolutely Give and i looked into it
1: it said like they've had these influx and in purchasers there's you know there's tons of excuses for it but it's like i i don't feel hmm. very comfortable with this and it's also very there's a lot of limited functionality which ever, anyone who's investing in top shot dollar realizes this that the site is needs a lot of work there they need some major investment into infrastructure here, but all of that being said, uh, I saw a comment from my Mark Cuban the other day. He was comparing this to the sports card market, and he made a really good point. He sports cards are going up like crazy, right? And they, but they they this isn't sports cards aren't new. This is new, and so people see it as new, and it's like, oh, I'm not going to invest in that. A moment, I can just go on my computer, go to YouTube, and watch that moment. But the big thing here is you can go to your computer and print out a card, that one of one card that sold for a million dollars. You can print that out and put it on your mantle. It's the same thing. If people view this as being valuable, no one views a printout, but they view the actual card as being worth a million dollars. Same with this. If people put any kind of value in these moments, which, you know, again, I go on record as saying I wouldn't buy the ones that are in continual uh, where they can continually add more moments to them. I want to go to the limited edition ones, the ones where you are they're not making any more of those. Mm-hmm. But if people own one of those and people, you know, say it has value, which they're saying it has value, I think it still I think it's still not a bad investment to be in. Just be wary if you want to get your money out of there, it could be Man, hard right now.
0: All right. Top I show. think you did well. That brought you. I tell you right now, that brought you from the depths of a grade <laughs> what, to at least. What was I? What no. was my number? You don't want to know uh, what your God. number was. It was lower <laughs> than our producer's first letter. His name. I'll tell you that right now. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna. You're in a strong C. He did good. Yes. redeem yourself here. People hate it, but they want to hear it. The most cringeworthy sound that is dominating the podcast waves. Say it. They don't like it. Say it right now. Straight cash. Homie. I I almost don't hate it now. And I, I am not proud of myself for saying that. I almost don't hate it. Everyone just turned off the podcast. We talked All about... Right. My, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Big <laughs> influx of people just... Wrote. Anyways, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is a guy we talked about. Um, I am a buy on his 2018 Prism PSA 10. PSA 10s are doing 175. I think his raw card of that is doing like... I should have looked. 50 to 60, I believe. I think it may even be cheaper than that. If you want to pop that up on eBay real quick, 2018 Panini Prism, Michael Porter Jr. Just ungraded. His PSA 10s right now, we're doing about a buck seventy five. During the playoff run last year, they were about double that, if I remember correctly. Obviously, we're only about the halfway point of the season, just, just underneath the halfway point. That team is finally... The Nuggets are a great team. They're starting to click. Joker's the best big man in the West. Um... You know Jamal Murray, when it counts, is going to be. I, I think they're they're going at least. I honestly think they're going Western Conference Finals. I would invest in some Michael Porter Junior stuff. I think there's going to be some jumps along the way. He's only averaging like 14 points, like Jesse said earlier. For a buck 75, though, the straight cash homie buy of the week, blah, 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 whatever you want to call. It. I don't know. We should not even come up with a better sound. <laughs> Panini Prism PSA 10 for a buck 75. I think is a great buy because I think he's going to get hot and have a weird stretch. What are his rock cards selling for roughly? Raw cards it's, it's are super about tough to gauge. Thirty bucks, twenty-five to thirty bucks. So twenty-five to thirty bucks for raw. Again, I wouldn't waste time trying to grade that stuff right now. You just you're going to miss the window. You're not going to have it back in time for the playoffs. So if you if you want to go cheap, twenty-five to thirty bucks raw. Michael Porter. Again, that's twenty eighteen Prism, not twenty nineteen. Twenty eighteen Prism raw for twenty-five to thirty. PSA tens about a buck seventy-five. Look to be the last buck seventy-five to a buck ninety. I think you can go. I think those are both strong, strong ones to go with. So there you go. Straight cash, homie. Boom. Uh, one other note. I know we weren't going to do a mailbag this week. I keep getting the same question because we have a lot of new people coming in, which I like. Difference between hobby and retail when it comes to wax. Same, same product names. It's just a different configuration. So Prism retail box may only have one auto per, and you can only get certain parallels out of there. As opposed to a Prism Hobby box, which has two or three autographs per, and you can get all the high or the lower numbered parallels. So it's really the same product, but you're just so you can get the same base cards out of both. It, it really almost always with Prism to or excuse me with retail to hobby. It's a breakdown of usually less hits and only certain things available there. However, it almost always has like Prism as an example has retail exclusive stuff. So there's there's certain print run cards you can only get in retail and retail is obviously a, a way cheaper thing because we've been getting that a lot, too. I'll be honest with you. That's, that's why, like, I've been sending people over to Ken, the card shop in Evansville on Facebook. That dude is exclusively retail breaks and retail wax. And he also does stuff where he'll do like football and basketball together and you get like one team in each. What's nice about that, for example, with retail breaks like he's doing one right now, it's like 30 bucks a spot. Not a lot of hobby breaks right now for 30 bucks. Hobby is just, in general, super priced out. So if you're a new guy to the hobby coming into this space right now, I think retail breaks are actually a great thing to do. If you're going to break, you know, you want to get into the expensive stuff. Geo breaks, we break that all the time. It's great. I love that. But if not, again, he's on our website, too, or he will be. The Card Shop Evansville, it's a Facebook group. I just think that's a great way, if you're just starting to get into the breaking scene, you don't really have a great understanding... Go over and spend 30 bucks. There's no reason for you to go into a PYT, which you don't even know what that means yet, and spend $500 on a team. Pick your team. Yeah, I I think retail breaking is a good option. You just have to understand the differences and it's a cheap option. So I do like the retail stuff. Um, He's actually, I'm actually going to jump into one today. He's doing like 18 and 19 prism. You get one team from each class. I like when guys do different stuff like that. Ken isn't the only one who does it, but he does it like different sports, different years, because then you can actually get hits. The Pelicans are terrible one year, but they're great the next year. Um, I know Eddie does some stuff like that at Geo Breaks, too, but that's hobby side. It's more expensive. But there are definitely, there is value in retail. It's just a different type of product, different configuration of the same type of product. Let me say that. So that was the only thing. We have been getting that a lot. I did want to at least address it briefly, so... Weekly pickups. I had an expensive week. I'm not gonna lie to you. I texted you during the week and said at some point you're gonna need to start contributing some cash here because I've just been, I'm afraid to sell anything too lately. I'm not in a position where I need the money to sell anything, so I've just been holding everything. Yeah, I'm not gonna go over everything. I bought a couple Barry Bonds PSA ten rookies because I think Bonds eventually you know, Hall of Fame. I'll hold them. The now big I really want to know if you're not gonna tell us that's the one I want to know. What did you?
1: 1952
0: buy? 1952 PSA five Willie Mays his first hops card. Hello. Yeah, twenty grand. I was. I, I think May's stuff is just going to shoot up. We. I had the forty-one. I mean, the fifty-one Bowman I already had, which is a PSA six. I got this for half the price. Walt, my favorite card, honestly. I, I've been saying this for a while since we did our vintage show. Walter Payton stuff to me is still grossly underpriced. I got a nice PSA nine in a new holder for eighty five hundred bucks. I got a Kareem, which was our buy a couple weeks ago, a nineteen sixty nine, the tall boy card, Kareem Abdul Jabbar rookie, PSA six. I thought 5700 was a steal on that card. Uh, I got a couple of cheap Jeter rookies like PSA 9 stuff. There's still some Jeters for a couple hundred bucks you can get a PSA 9. I, I think Jeter stuff is a good buy. And then from our boy Nate over at uh, onlygrandslam.com is his website, Grand Slam Collectibles on Facebook, Nate's going to come on the show eventually. He's got a shop here uh, in Tennessee. He sold like 7 I think it was like $700,000 on the Facebook live the other night of just monstrous stuff. Exquisite patch autos of Kobe I ended up buying a LeBron Topps Chrome True Gem Rookie, which means all four subgrades are 9.5, which with that card makes a difference. I paid 17 a half. Those had hit 22 ish They're down a little bit from that, but I still think at that price it was a steal. And then I got a 7.5 Larry Bird Magic Rookie. It is BVG, so Beckett graded, not PSA, for like $3,500, which I thought was a steal, I'd tell you the other guy I bought up this week, which I don't love him, Paul Pierce. I got a couple of nice Paul Pierce PSA eights and nine rookie cards, like dirt cheap. He's coming up in the Hall of Fame induction. He'll be a straight cash homie guy eventually, because Paul Pierce and Wilt Chamberlain, some seventy stuff, decent grades. Both of those guys were really cheap. So actually had a really busy week. I bought some Nolan Ryan stuff too. I went nuts this week. I had nothing else to do. So
1: I actually had a, uh, my pickup for the week. I went. I got a 2021 Kids Happy Meal. Did you Pokemon with a Pokemon card set? I don't want to, I don't know where our audience is right now. We've got a lot of diehard sports fans, we got a lot of investment guys, we got guys who want wrestling. Some would argue we don't don't have a lot of anything. (laughs) (laughs) That argument could be made, the point could be made. So, so so that being said, if anybody cares about Pokemon, you're gonna have to hit us
0: hard wanting to know more about that because I'm not going to talk about
1: it unless I get a demand.
0: BGS 9 1996 Kobe as well. I got that for nine fifty. I thought that was a steal. I like Kobe stuff. Brack about I've, I've got yeah weird week. What do you know? what I think we're gonna do. We're gonna do a live mail day reveal at the end of the week when everything comes in because actually is a, some pretty cool stuff. So, all right, we talked about it. Ken Golden from Golden Auction, of course. They just sold a huge, I guess, controlling interest of the company to the Churnin Group. Churnin, Churnin, Churnin Group. <laughs> so we're gonna have him on talk about a few things, see where he thinks the market is going, and see what else comes up. Let's do that. Now,
4: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time.
2: my village. I know where they're taking your clan.
4: Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes now playing only in theaters. Rated PG thirteen. Some material may be inappropriate for children under thirteen.
0: All right, guys, we teased it last week, so Ken Golden's going to join us here for a few minutes. Got a couple questions for the $40 million man. <laughs> I noticed you wore a green shirt. Very fitting. That's nice. I like that. Right, subliminal messages. How are you doing today, Ken?
4: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Mike.
0: Yeah, appreciate you taking a few minutes with us. So uh, first question, so what's going on with Golden these days?
4: Uh, we're, we're trying to take over the world. Um, you know, Seems like it. Yeah, we, uh, we're we trying to, uh, to build out get infrastructure. We've had incredible growth, um, you know, from 2019 to 2020, you know, we did 27 million in 2019, over hundred million in 2020. And then we, um, you know, we had an auction that did 33 million in January, plus an additional auction. So we're pushing close to 40. So we need to uh, improve uh, technology. We need to get a new platform. We are hiring about hundred people this year. Uh, comparatively, we had about 22 people full time that ended last year. I mm-hmm. are uh, hiring for all sorts of these positions, technical positions. I don't even know what they're doing, but they're That's posted on That's actually good
0: my news agency. here, Ken. It. Jesse here, I don't know if you've yeah. ever heard the show. We do a little rating at the end of the episode. Jesse's been a bit of a... He's been average lately, and he's a, but he's very good technically. I told so, you uh, I will ruin you.
4: Just you let can't. us know
0: after this where to send interviews, or where to send his, uh, his, resume. his resume. I think we may have found a match here. Co-
4: co- careers are golden. <laughs> um, there you go. Um, I'll take but no, so We're looking to really expand. We want to improve the experience uh, for our bidders. We want to have a uh, platform that can accommodate 10,000 people, 100,000 people, a million people at a time. Um, it's going to be up and ready sooner than you think. And we have that. You know, we're known as like ultra high end. Like we're the guys who sold the $3.9 million trial, and the 1.85 million Giannis and the 1.8 million LeBron, you know, but we get great prices for everything we do across the board. So this expansion is going to allow us to take on items that may be $50, $100, $500 and give them, you know, the, the same, you same know, platform where, you know, we, we are worldwide. I mean, people, people, because we don't talk about it a lot, I don't think people really recognize how big our database is. I can touch a button and I can email 600,000 people instantly. So we are easily the largest, you know, sports concentrated auction house in the world. And, we are worldwide. A significant amount of our bidders are um, are outside the United States. And basically what the money is going to allow us to do is build the infrastructure, not only technology-wise, but logistic-wise, employee-wise, additional warehouse space-wise, to uh, really uh, perform on the back end, as well as we do uh, with our sales prices.
0: Yeah. So I, I will say that's the one thing. Cause I mean, obviously you talk about the items you guys have sold the 1% stuff, which I think is, I mean, it's awesome. I've got mm-hmm. some cards. I told Simmons as soon as this deal happened, I was like, well, how can I use
4: this to my advantage? So, <laughs> uh, but
0: yeah, I was curious. So do you have a name for the new platform?
4: Uh, basically right now we're going with golden. i You're mean just staying it, with golden. Okay. Yeah. We may, we may actually drop the auctions. It may just be golden. So okay. yeah, I like that people, people seem to like it. It's simple. Um, you know, we own the domain, so um, may just go with it. I hope I didn't announce anything three months too early. That's me.
0: Breaking news. We can edit yeah. that right in. We'll just yeah. put a little banner. Tom Brokaw is coming on yeah. here. Breaking news. Perfect. <laughs> so let me ask you this, too. I heard the other night on Instagram Live, um, which I actually kind of enjoy. You and your kid have been like ripping packs and boxes mm-hmm. and stuff. It's been kind of neat to see. That little, how old your kid? Because that seven. dude knows. His, that dude, so he's seven years old. He literally <laughs> yeah. knows more about baseball prospecting since before he was alive. Because the box I saw was like a twenty eleven or twelve a Harper yep. year. So twenty twelve, yep. yep. dude wasn't even born. He's rattling off who won the Cy Young. <laughs> Jesse doesn't even know who Cy Young is. So I mean, that's he, a person. That's pretty impressed. He threw out.
2: <laughs>
4: we pulled an R A. Dickey. R A. Dickey. R. A. Dickey. And he said, all right, Dickie won the Cy Young this year. This is 2012. Yep. And like I knew he won it one year. I didn't know what year. And then somebody looked yeah. it up and confirmed and said, Oh my God, Paul's right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey. A- can, I'm sorry, uh, I meant to cut off Mike, not you. Um when you talk about like the growth, like a- expansion, when you're seeing growth worldwide, what are you seeing outside of the US? Like who's who's growing the
4: fastest? Uh the Philippines big. Uh, China is huge, Macau, Hong Kong, um, Middle East is actually a, a growing. It, it's really all over. but I guess for us, the biggest specific would I'd say basketball in Australia is huge and they, they are dying for product. They, I've had so many since I made the announcement, so many people hey do you need to distribute in Australia. I mean that is really, really huge. Obviously, the two sports that are you know international are basketball and soccer. Um that's why soccer, you know, in many ways, you know, if, if you take Brady and Mahomes and pretend they did not exist in football, yeah, soccer, would is care. Overtake, soccer is overtake soccer has overtaken football as yeah. as uh, as a third sport. Yeah. Well, it's funny what you say that we've
1: yeah. seen is a huge increase in our just since we've started, we see, you know, of course there's guys Australia, around the US, Asia. but Australia and Asia have been a huge uh influx of listeners. So I was just curious, you know. One of the things is they are always commenting. You know, who do I go to? Where do I get product from? Mm -hmm. Are you guys going to like really focus in those markets, or is that just
4: you know it'll be open to them? No, we um. It's not only it's not only open to them, but when we have you know we ship them very easily. We ship any country in the world. Um, You know, I've got somebody you know Australia today. I did a five hundred thousand dollar consignment with. So I we give him a prepaid fully insured FedEx label so we can get, you know, waivers and somebody can literally put a card in the box and it's insured for 500,000. We fill out all the international paperwork for him. We, uh, we email it to him. He prints the label and he, he sends it to us and it's, it's on our dime. So, you know, we're able to take consignments from all, all over the world. I mean, I get, you know, people, you know, people in, in China and Macau, they love WhatsApp. So they all WhatsApp me, uh, which I nice. never, it did not have WhatsApp on my phone up until like 60 days ago. <laughs> but um, now I do. But it, it, it's 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 getting product into the country as well as, uh, you know, getting product into the U.S. as well as getting product out of the U.S. And, and we do it all over the world. Another hotbed that a lot of people probably don't talk about is uh, Germany and the Netherlands. They are very, very hmm. big in trading cards, especially basketball.
1: Interesting. Um, sure. Now, you guys are obviously one of the biggest names here in the U.S. for auction houses. But I know... Uh, there's another competitor. at What is it? PWCC um, is the other eBay consignment. Yeah. There, there's some other competitors out there that are trying mm-hmm. to, you know, pull business in. What, what makes you guys different? What separates you from me using somebody else? If I've got, you know, that monster Jordan card or whatever.
4: Well, sure. Well, first of all, you know, we, we have our own platform, you know, so we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not based on eBay. We don't go by eBay, eBay's roles. If you want to look at the success if you look at the 30 highest price cards sold from January 1st, 2020 to today uh, I believe 28 of them were sold at golden auctions. You think about that 28 hmm. of them, zero were sold on an eBay platform, zero. So here, here are some of the advantages. Um, we own our platform. We, um, for consigner standpoint, we don't accept returns on graded cards, you know? So like on eBay, you know, the big complaint is Giannis goes down in the playoffs. He gets hurt. People return Giannis cards for 30 days or, you know, somebody overpays for Tyler, Tyler hero because he was playing great in the bubble. And then the card crashes, they can return it. You know, you can't, if you buy, if you buy Netflix stock and they have a bad announcement a week later, you can't call your broker and reverse that transaction. You should not be able to do that with trading cards. Here's the other thing we do. Um, you can have a zero feedback, and you can bid $75,000 on an item on eBay, okay? You can't have a zero feedback and bid a penny on Golden. When somebody registers at goldenauctions.com, we, they have to use a credit card. And if they're in the United States, we initially give them a $5,000 credit limit. And then they get an email that's told, if you wish to buy, bid over 5,000, you have to contact us. And there's, you
2: know,
4: hoops they go through. Some may get a raise to 7,500. Some, you know, make, become unlimited and they can spend 5 million with us if they want, but we credit check hundred percent of the people. If you're in, again, sorry, Canada, you know, obviously they're our neighbor, but if you're in Canada or any other country in the world outside the United States, where it's more difficult for us to have legal reach, you start with zero dollars. You cannot bid outside the continental United, outside the United States, not continental Hawaii and Puerto Rico and uh, Alaska. You're good. Uh, (laughs) You cannot bid outside the United States. Um, even painting so, in our So options, there's some less, trust
1: involved. You, yes. They gotta go through some hoops. They can't just throw yes, money out. Correct. Okay, that's
0: cool. Yep.
1: Um I, I had one other question for no, you please. too.
0: We're here to listen to you talk. Keep going. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mike. Did you know? No, want this to talk is rivet 99. Join my monster. Okay.
1: Go ahead. I'll give you hundred percent. Give um, me a resume. So one other thought, Ken, was your thought on the <laughs> the multiple houses that are open up for shares, selling shares of cards. <laughs> um do you foresee that to be Uh, a continued influx into this this side of the business as far as like are you are you guys going to open up some kind of options for that because i know that sales yeah fractional sales is i think the technical term but correct um i know like for instance there's there's a number of places that you can only buy and sell on their platforms you can't do it through say an auction house or something like that are you guys going to open up something to get into that market or are you not there yet
4: uh we love the fractionalized share business we um you know they're customers of ours i I think it's great the concept is great that somebody can you know if you can't afford a card for a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand or a jersey for a quarter million that you can own a piece of it and you know because the market has been going up these people have been doing very well i mean you you see these buyout offers. we made 150 percent i remember i um we sold one of them you know, a, um, a card set for $110,000, $119,000, and then they got a $500,000 buyout offer, and their users actually turned down the $500,000 buyout <laughs> offer. So, so I think that those platforms are here to stay. Um, there probably will be more competition. Right now, I'm focused on building our marketplace. We want to build out our marketplace. We want to be able to grow our users to the millions, and uh, we want to really. You know, we think that the trading card business and the sports memorabilia business is better served offline, off eBay, and that that is what we're trying to do.
0: So, when you say marketplace, so so, like, what are we talking about? You're going to run the auctions. What's what's the rest of this marketplace look like?
4: Uh, we're going to have a memorabilia side where people uh, where you can do mem- really solely focused on memorabilia, and uh, we probably will have uh, stores as well.
0: Okay, physical locations. Like- no, money. no, not physical locations, oh, okay.
4: stores on a platform. So like typical what you would, you know, buy it now type of thing. I got you. So you know like like, like let me get let me give you an example. So we've got a relationship with uh with Barry Bonds. Um we've got a relationship with many other athletes that are investors um in the company. Um you know we currently run Golden Golden Auctions runs barrybonds.com, you know his his store. Um that probably would be moved to our platform as an example.
0: Hmm. So I guess here's my thing. I'm am a big eBay guy. What's making what's taking me from eBay to the new to the new marketplace when it opens up?
4: Because I, I love eBay. Are you a buyer or a seller or both?
0: Both. Yep, okay. I like it.
4: So you're a consigner. Okay. You're you're guaranteed your stuff is going to get paid for because we have an, a less than one percent default rate, um, and you're guaranteed there's no 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 um, no returns. We're going to be able to pay you any method you want, including ACH and in the future in cryptocurrency and your items will get uh, highlighted um, and mass market emails. And we have a dedicated audience, you know, on eBay they can get lost. They can go someplace else. They can go look at a million different things. We also will protect your items. If you have, you know, on eBay, let's say, you know, now, because most people have given them up, you know, let's say PSA 10 when, when the card was like 40,000, you probably could have seen 10, 86, you know, PSA, 10 Michael Jordans on eBay at any one point in time. We will protect items to ensure that you're not seeing 25, the exact same same item in the same grade. If you're a seller, I mean, me, if you're a buyer, it's even better. First of all, if you're a buyer, guess what? You're going to get your item. You're going to, you're going to get what you see. You don't need to worry about somebody's going to screw you over. Because you're yep. getting
0: everything up front, right? If I want to sell stuff on your platform, I'm, I'm sending it to you first. We have
4: it in our possession. So okay. we, will ins- we will ensure it's authentic. If it's a card, we will ensure it's not trimmed. We don't sell altered cards. Okay? So if how, somebody- do
0: you, how do you do that? Let me just, let me.
4: We actually, I actually have somebody, you know, we look at everything. We look at the, uh, we, we, we take it through the PSA, I've, uh, this, you know, because they call out problems and counterfeits and things like that. And I also have a couple people on a forum that I've asked whenever we go into preview to please look at every single one of my items and alert me if there's a problem with it. Um, so if, if people call out something and point out to us, we we yank it before the auction starts. Um, so you're going to be guaranteed to get your item. You're going to be guaranteed it's authentic. You're going to be guaranteed that nobody is, you know, that, that you're not worried about, oh, is this a low feedback seller? Am I going to get my item? You're going to have multiple options to pay. And it, it's pretty much the difference between buying you know look if people buy something from amazon yes it's convenient yes it's price but you know they know they're going to get it you know they know that amazon's going to control it and make sure they're going to get it they know that somebody's not going to say well the price went up no when it went up 50 percent, my card got damaged my dog ate the card it got lost in the mail it's not going to happen with us so instead of where ebay where you have 50,000 individual sellers and, and, and each one has their own nuances and each one has their own rules. It's going to be standard. Everything's standardized at Goldman.
0: Yeah. I, I will say, I do like the fact you can control the market like it. Cause again, I, I, we've seen it happen now. Jordan PSA nines are way down because people listed a bunch at 70, which is when I, we talked about that two weeks ago when I sold. You know, and then this week, 65 we saw the drop to 60 under because yep. again how many people are in the market for us it doesn't mean the market's soft because it's not but how many people are in the market mm-hmm. so, i do like that i was i was just curious about the authentication because i'm thinking the last thing we need is another i thought you guys are actually going to do your own authentication you're saying no. just an independent no, 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 no. yeah you've been down that road there's no yeah okay i was curious because I, I i'm a big fan of just sticking with what we have but making sure it's so i like no, the we, independent we have- people
4: you see we've we've got three good grading companies out there they have their strengths and weaknesses we we stick to that in terms of autographs you know we we, we look at you know whether it's MLB authenticated or uh, or panini or fanatics or, or PSA authenticated you know we, we stick to the hobby we stick to the hobby recognized you know we've never been in a position where hey you know we want to if this is real because Ken golden says it's real or because somebody works for him this is you know we we use and always will use the hobby-recognized authorities in that area. Hey, so I do –
0: let me – let me before we jump to another thing, I've always been curious about this too because I've never seen – I always feel like it's a wasted opportunity. Mm -hmm. Bidding everybody who – the winners are almost always uh, anonymous, right? Yep. Unless they come out and announce it. Why is that? Is there a reason we can't just – like, especially you, I almost would think like you as the owner of the company, like if LeBron James is buying a card, I would want that to be – like, hey, we have we have right. the right to disclose who buys it.
4: Doesn't that seem better I, marketing wise? I, I would. Do you know how many times? I mean, I was like, as everyone found out, so uh, Timbaland bought mm-hmm. one of the eighty-six player Jordans for me. Okay, and I was able to convince him. I said, "Look, you just you just bought into gold, and do me a favor: come on my IG live and, and let's show the card, and let everybody know you bought it." So he really? did. I was appreciative, but yeah, no, there are there are a lot of athletes and celebrities and billionaires and you know, well-known social media people who have purchased from us. And I wish I could reveal it. I wish they'd, Hey, get the card and like tweet it out and say, just got this from uh at golden auctions at Ken golden. I'd yeah. love that. You why know, don't you but, just go um, ahead and
1: tell us we won't tell anybody. Just that is true. us. You drop a name stays between us. Yeah, exactly.
4: Exactly. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to be able to do that. You know, that's why I love selling to Nat Turner. Because when, you know, Nat puts everything on yeah, his Instagram. He, so, right, you know, right. So, you know, so, so it, it's great whenever he buys something, you know, I know it's going to show up and I know I can talk about it. Uh, but most people, what it is, is, you know, and, and they're all, first of all, it's the same thing. I never let anybody know who my consigner is. I never let anyone know who the bidder, unless they want to be revealed. Um, some of them want it for publicity. You know, uh, Leo Avedar, when he bought the, uh, what was it, when he bought the the, the LeBron, he actually had his own press release that came out within two seconds of the the clock going to zero before we even told everybody, oh, I'm all of a sudden, all of a sudden huh. I see a tweet from Darren Revell that, so obviously I you know the card probably could have gone for a million dollars more and he still would have put out that press release. Just just I changed the number. But um, most people, I guess they figure it's an extravagant purchase. They don't want to throw it in somebody's face. You know, you spend $1.8 million or 500,000, on a piece of cardboard, you, you, you just, you know, it's, it's your privacy. The other thing is let's face it, robbery. Um, you know, that's my one, you know, why a lot of people don't show off their collections. They don't want to hmm. you know post and brag and make themselves a target.
0: So last question from us, I do want to know, uh, the next three to four year window, where do you see, obviously you've heard the bubble talk. I mean, everybody talks mm-hmm. about how this is, or I say everybody, yes. the, the pessimistic people who haven't made money mm-hmm. the last two years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is a bubble. We're going to see a market correction, whatever. Mm. What are your views on that? And let me just say this specifically more with the non-golden crowd right now, right? Like the 1%, I don't think anybody doubts, but the mm. the Prism stuff, the stuff you see for like the 100 to to $1,000 range, where yep. do you see that at?
4: Sure. Right, well, look, let, let's face it. Um, you know, there are obviously peaks and valleys. I think everything is a peak and valley. valley. I'm, I'm a macro guy. If you ask me where I think the business is going to be four years from now, I think there are going to be significantly more collectors. And I think uh, the distribution of the collecting world is going to be about 30 to 35 percent less concentrated in North America than it is now. I don't think North America is going to shrink. I think it's going to grow. But I think as the product becomes available elsewhere around the world, those people are going to have them have demand. Um, But I think, you know, general base cards, the fact of the matter is because demand is so much greater, panini and tops they have to produce the standard product more which means that the base cards they're going to be more of them so the insert cards and the numbered cards are going to continue to be more and more important because that's where people can uh, can put their trust do i think you should go out you know i think everybody should buy what they like you know if they're buying for the collective fund you should buy what you like i say if you want to buy for collect for fun buy what you like you want to make money buy what everybody else likes but the standard base cards to try and go out and hoard them and think you're going to get a PSA 10 of this guy and it's going to go up 20 times in value is going to be increasingly more difficult just because the supply of them is going to be uh, so much greater. But the industry as a whole, I think that market prices in general will be higher two and three years from now than they are now. You are going to see cards today that are lower three years from now. There's no doubt. Anybody can pick out any individual card and say that. But I think as an aggregate for the marketplace, I think it's going to be higher three or four years from now. And I think there's going to be significantly, I'm not talking 10, 20%. I'm talking 300 to 500% increase in the number of people that would call themselves either a trading card collector or trading card investor three to four years from now than today.
1: Yeah, Can I I ask you why... We already why said last is, question, Jesse, you cannot ask anything. Okay. I, I, I just have to ask, have why to ask. is it that you think that the market, because I agree with you, I, I do mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. this is a diff, this is different than all the other you know bubbles, so to mm-hmm. speak. What, what makes you think that this is different than those other times?
4: It's pure math. okay. And what, what, this is what I try to explain to everybody. Everybody else who talks about the marketplace, talks about the hobby, talks about a price being too high or too low. They're not going on any real information. They're, they're, they're just looking at what a price price all at. You know, I'm Golden Auctions. So I have, I can see when a card has a bid, I can see if it's 40 bids. Is it 40 different people or is it two people going back and forth? I can see from my user list that how many new people are registering. Listen, it's not easy to register at Golden Auctions. You have, it's a process you have to sign up. You have to put in the credit card. You have to put your, all, all this other information. So people really need to want to spend money to register with us. So I can tell you that um, when on a given day, my daily new user is equal to what it would be for a four-week period of time in 2018, I can, t- I can tell you that. When I, see, when I tell you that the people that send us emails on a daily basis saying they want to spend more than 5000 are equal to a month's worth um, two years ago, Those are the type of signs when I get emails from people just say, I don't want to buy, but can you add me to your email list? So the market is growing and and I recognize how difficult the distribution market is for all these companies to get stuff overseas. So I I think that we're just becoming part of pop culture. And I think we just had a lot of really, really smart people who do this for a living and do a lot of market research. Give me and my company, no invest in golden um, a lot of money. And we saw, PSA was, on, was bought for close to a billion dollars by some of the smartest people in the world, Nat Turner, Steve Cohen, Dan Sondheim of D1. They're not doing it. You know, They're doing it because they think that's a $5 billion, $10 billion company, not a billion dollar company, which is what they paid.
0: Well, good deal, Ken. We appreciate the time. Uh, I'm ready to curate an auction, by the way. When this COVID thing is done, I got a gavel here.
4: I'm ready to yep. throw on a
0: gown. I'll sing and dance for you, me and Simmons, together. Yep. I'm telling you, dual auction, nothing but Larry Bird cards. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty exciting, work, guys. So, hey, we appreciate the time, Ken. Thanks, Have a good Ken. day, sir. Thanks.
4: Had 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 a ball. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, guys. So that is the show for the day. Quick recap. I mean, the 19 draft class, we're going to keep talking about guys like Zion, uh, Ja, RJ, all those dudes. Um, I I still think, like I said, there's guys to buy, guys to sell, money to be made in the short term there for sure. Appreciate Ken coming on. Always nice to talk. Here's what I need from you, Jesse. Next show, here's your assignment. I haven't told you this yet. Simmons is coming on for the entire show on Thursday. I I hate that, by the way. You have wanted a third man. You've been saying this. (laughs) I want a third man.
1: Simmons coming on on is the most intimidating thing of the show so far. And I've talked to him. I've met with him. He's a nice guy. You have? Yes. We were in a meeting together. yeah, remember I called him Bill Russell. Me and you
0: spoke about it. Have you talked no, to him?
1: I have had a meeting with him, yes. we Really? Best, we're basically
0: best friends. Well, I do want to make sure, take your show notes right now. You referred to him as Bill Russell, and your wife referred to him as Richard Simmons. <laughs> I want that. That will come up. He listens to the show. It's, that will come I, up. I feel like he will be here I'll all day it. for the Thursday show, which comes out Friday, so... Uh, Yeah, we're going to talk to him, talk about his collection, where he sees the market going. I actually want to get some details. I felt bad like asking Ken about the money side of things, because I don't know him at all. I do want to know from Bill, like, what's going on? Where'd the money come from? Where's it going? What's happening with that whole deal? Because I do think it's a big deal. So there you go. Download, like. I didn't plug this whole thing yet either. All right, (laughs) 35 seconds of straight plugs. No, just kidding. Powered and brought to you by Spotify. Of course, you can get the, the Sports Cards and Nonsense podcast anywhere you listen. I don't know why I have to plug the podcast. If they're listening to the plug, they have found the podcast. <laughs> and that they does not make no. any sense to me. This could be a clip. You can get on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, everywhere. You can get it anywhere you want. Spotify is the best. There you go. They sign the checks. Spotify's the What best. an episode this was! <laughs> what a closing this is. Sportscardsnonsense dot com. Like I said, you have got help there for grading, for breakers, consignment card shops. The frequently asked questions thing is getting going too. Merchandise by the end of the week, so make sure you check out the website too. Merch is up. Uh, merch is up. And yeah, which I love that we're both wearing just plain shirts. Where's the shirt? It's on its way. Shipping takes four to 11 days. There you go. That's your episode. We'll catch you guys on Friday with Mr. Bill Russell, Richard Simmons. Bill Simmons, join us then. Tune in. Catch you guys later. Peace.